Welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast, weekly reflections and meditations to start your week right. With your host, author, meditator and founder of Mind, Body and Spirit Entrepreneur, Rachel Thompson. Good morning, meditators. Welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this Monday. I am your host, Rachel. If this is your first time, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. I do apologize for not having a reflection last week. I was sick. You might be able to tell in my voice. I'm still not 100%, but at least I can talk. So that's always an improvement. This week, we are going to be talking about energy. You know, I have to say that whenever I was trying to think of something to talk about last week, I wait to get intuitions and guidance, as many of you know. And I had a lot of different ideas, but none of them felt right. And then I got sick, and I'm I'm not using my sickness as an excuse because I couldn't think of anything to talk about. I'm sure I would have found something, but I got sick and that was really a time for me to rest and reboot. And I kind of think that it happened because the universe was making me rest. And whenever you allow yourself to rest, then you're able to recenter and reconnect. And that's exactly what I did. You know, I did not work or, you know, I worked very minimally. I watched a lot of Netflix. (laughs) I did a lot of meditation. I did a lot of self-reiki and energy healing. And although I couldn't breathe, (laughs) it was what I needed. And so coming back this week, I'm on the up and up, hopefully, (laughs) with my sickness. It's just a sinus infection. It's nothing crazy. (laughs) But I have a new perspective on where I am personally going in my life, where I am going to take my business, where I'm going to take this podcast and my work that I do with all of you. And this is going to really involve a lot of energy and being able to bring this beautiful energy through me to all of you. So I want to talk about that today and you might see some shifts in what I start doing with my business, incorporating a lot more energy work into it. I want to, in addition to having what we normally do on the podcast, so nothing is going to change, it's just going to be more additions and maybe just a little bit different than what I had been doing. What I'm going to do is start putting out 10-minute weekly Reiki healing recordings. And so I'm going to put it on the podcast as well as my YouTube channel, and I'm just going to flow positive, high vibrational energy to you. You can use them while you meditate on your own, not a guided meditation. You can use them when you're falling asleep. You can use them when you're walking your dog, when you're cleaning your house, you don't have to be in a meditative state as long as you just are open. Although you will feel the effects more if you allow yourself to just kind of sit or lie and go into a bit of a relaxed state or a meditative state. So I am going to start adding more of that in. 
And so for that reason, I wanted to really address energy, what it is, what we are really talking about, and I'm going to be pulling from science, different experiments, from spiritual texts, of course, and I want to demystify what this energy really is, and I want to bring science into it. I don't want to turn anybody off in thinking that it's woo-woo, thinking that it's make-believe, because whenever you cut yourself off from this energy, we're really only doing ourselves a disservice. So I'm hoping that this episode will help clarify some things for all of you and will help give us the vocabulary and the information needed when we're trying to explain this work to others because it's not necessarily easy. We automatically will get labeled as out there into that metaphysical mumbo jumbo. Um, oh, you believe in witchcraft or Satanism? If, if you believe in you know this manipulation of energy, it's you could be fighting against a lot of very opinionated individuals who, no matter what, are just set out to say this stuff is BS, and that's fine. You know, that's not who this podcast is intended for. That's not who we are trying to talk to when we try to talk about energy. The people that I want to be talking to, and I hope that we all can talk to, are people who are open-minded, who are curious, and who are going to try to argue everything that we say. But if you do come across somebody who tries to argue, I want to give you the language to present yourself as the educated, well-intentioned person that you are. And maybe, just maybe, you might plant a seed in some of the skeptics' minds. So if you do enjoy this podcast, then the best way you can support it is by ordering a Reiki healing session with me, which I will be offering, um, downloading some of the meditations that I have on my shop, or ordering a personalized meditation, and just contributing in that way really allows me to continue to give you these free meditations and continue to fund this podcast. So I'm very grateful for everybody who has supported me. Um, You can also support this podcast through giving a rating or review or simply sharing it. So again, I really appreciate everyone who tunes in and listens and everybody who contributes uh, in any way, even if it is just tuning in every week. Thank you so much. I want to start our talk about energy with a quote, and this comes from Jane Goodall. And she states, you cannot get through a single day without having an impact on the world around you. What you do makes a difference, and you have to decide what kind of difference you want to make. Now, whenever you hear this quote, you can think of the actions that you take are what really changes the world. But for the sake of this episode, we're going to be talking about the energy that you have, the energy you foster within yourself, and how that can impact the world in a much greater way. Not only will it impact how you speak to others, how you act, 
the decisions you make and the actions that you take, because it will affect all of that. But it's going to affect you and others on a level that cannot be seen. So I want to start with a quick story from my own life from this past weekend, just to give an example of what I'm talking about when I say that your energetic vibration, the energy you give off, which again, we're going to talk about what this means. So don't turn off the podcast if it's sounding like it's too out there for you. But the energy that you have, the thoughts that you think, the vibe that you're just giving out, how that can affect things even when you're doing absolutely nothing. So this past weekend, I still walked my dogs. Whenever I was sick, I just needed to get out there. It made me feel so much better. And Saturday morning, I was walking them, and it was earlier in the morning, and I was sending healing thoughts, Reiki energy to the people in my life. Now, you don't have to be trained in energy healing to be able to do this. All you have to do is just send a prayer to people in your life, to send a blessing, to imagine that they are being protected by a shield of beautiful white light, that they're healthy and healed, that you just mentally send them some love. So you don't have to be trained in anything to be able to do this in your own life. I was walking my dogs and I was in a very good vibrational state and I was just sending this Reiki energy and imagining, like I just mentioned, that each individual in my life and I picture them, that they're protected by this beautiful white light, that the positive Reiki energy, the high vibrational energy was flowing through them for their highest and best good. I did some Reiki symbols and, you know, that was that. That was my walk. So... My one friend, who I love very dearly, whenever she first heard me talking about Reiki, like, just couldn't take it. Like, just, she couldn't handle it. She thought, (laughs) she, I don't think she really judged, but she was like, "Uh, I don't know. So she had an occurrence in her house, and she texted me and was telling me about it. And... Um, she was even talking about getting some sage, saging her house, cleansing it. And I was just like, oh my gosh, really? Like, I love this. Yes. Let's talk about saging your house. (laughs) It's great. So she said that she didn't have sage. She's Catholic. She had some holy water and she used that. And I said that I would send her Reiki and she sent me a text just honestly, when I was just beginning to do it and said, oh my gosh, it's been cloudy all day and the sun came out. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. And so then I sent her Reiki. She was having a hard time at work, sent Reiki to her work. And she said, text me. She's like, I think it really works. Like I feel so much better about it. Now this is coming from not somebody who is just willing to jump in the woo-woo pond. Okay. So my other friend, one of my very, very best friends from college, we never talk on the phone ever. We text We get to see each other at least once a year, sometimes more than that, and that's when we catch up on everything. She called me out of the blue for no reason, just to talk and catch up. We talked for over two hours. It was just like old times. We were college roommates. It was just like 
when we would be sitting on our couch watching some terrible reality show like Rock of Love or I Love New York. So this might this might age me and you'll know when I was in college. Anyway, and we would just talk about everything and that was a wonderful time for me in my life and it's like that conversation reminded me of that. My other friend called me the next day. Again, we don't talk on the phone. We see each other a decent amount. She doesn't live too far. We never talk on the phone. She called me to tell me a specific story. We talked for an additional hour. And so, you might say that that's all coincidence. However, you can chalk anything up to coincidence if you, if you choose. I don't want to see that. I'm choosing not to see that as coincidence, but I'm choosing to see that as a beautiful, energetic connection that I sent pure energy from my heart to them for their highest and best good. And we made that connection on some level. And my friend who called me, my old roommate, even said when she was going to call me, she kept thinking like, oh, this is stupid. She's going to be like, why am I calling her? And I did. Whenever I saw her name on my phone, I was like, oh no, is something wrong? Because I'm in her wedding uh, in a little over a month. And I'm like, oh no, is it something with the wedding? Like, what's going on? Because we don't talk. But she... She had those thoughts and you're like, no, I'm just going to call her anyway. And so those are little things that prove to me that this energy works. We might not understand it. We might not be able to see immediate effects of it. But holding this energetic vibration within ourselves of positivity and love and light and just silently sending it to others can impact our worlds in ways that we might never even know. So let's talk a little bit more about energy and what it really is. Everything, everything is energy. And this has been proven in quantum physics. Uh, The E equals MC squared equation that we all know so well, but most of us don't know what exactly it means, explains this very thing. Everything is energy. The E in the E equals MC squared stands for energy. The C in the MC squared is light, which is also energy. And the M is for mass. Now where some people get confused is thinking that mass, thinking that matter, is not energy. And so I want to quote Einstein where he said, concerning matter, we have all been wrong. What we have called matter is energy whose vibration has been so lowered as to be perceptible to the senses. There is no matter. So even if you think of something that you can touch, a mass, if you think of a solid frying pan, this frying pan is a mass of vibrating energy. Okay, so if you kind of break it down, you'll find the iron atom, and then the nucleus, and then the particles which are made up of protons and neutrons in the iron nucleus. Now, between all of these particles is space. I'm not trying to get too, like, scientific. I wouldn't be able to if I tried, but just 
basic, okay? Between, like I said, between the iron nucleus is space. Now, this space is not just empty space. (laughs) This space is made of energy. This energy manifests as virtual particles which rapidly appear and disappear. And it is these particles that give the frying pan its mass. So all we have to know about all of this is that everything is energy that is vibrating at different levels. Okay, so you don't have to understand the science behind it. There's a beautiful article that I'm going to link to that breaks down the E equals MC squared equation and talking about how everything is energy. So I find it very interesting that pretty much no matter who you talk to, they think Einstein is a genius, okay? That's just Einstein's a genius. Why is he a genius? Ask somebody that. You know, the next time that you talk about energy and somebody wants to say it's woo-woo, ask them if they know who who Einstein is. What do they think about him? He is a genius. Why? What did he study? What did he bring? What knowledge did he bring? It's energy. That's the knowledge. The whole quantum physics, the whole quantum mechanics. He studied tons of energy. The theory of relativity. This is all talking about energy. So I don't know why there is this backlash against it. The same when we talk about intentions and our thoughts carrying an energy and our intentions carrying an energy. When we talk to people who strongly believe in the power of prayer, that's setting forth that prayer especially a group prayer, is setting forth a very powerful energy. And I'm about to get into some studies in just a second of the power of intention. But I just want to talk about this for a second. So people who are deeply religious believe wholeheartedly in the power of prayer. But that is an energy. And you can say that that energy comes from this unified field, which is also a quantum mechanics theory, Um, this one field of whenever you break it down beneath everything, that's what's going on, that nothing is separate. So whether you think that this energy is just an energy, if it's a consciousness, if it is, is God, if it is part of God, if it was created by God, no matter what you think it is, there's this energy that is there. So when you say that the power of prayer works, then at least in my opinion, there has to be a recognition also of this energy. And there is no difference, again, in my opinion, between a prayer and sending an intention out and sending this energy out, where the only difference would be that the prayer is asking God asking a higher power to help and intervene where if we're sending an intention that's coming from us. So absolutely, if you believe that there is a higher power and there are angels and there are guides and there are spirits that are 100% 
pure divine beings who would be at the highest level of energy of that unconditional love of the enlightenment and you're asking them for assistance you're praying to them for assistance this assistance that they give this divine grace this blessing that you're asking them to help with this healing perhaps of of yourself with somebody else that is coming in a form of it it's a type of energy So I'm not saying there's a right or wrong way. If you want to send energy or an intention yourself, because we are all part of this unified field, this consciousness, or if you want to ask a higher source, a higher being to help you with it, there's no right or wrong way. It's what feels right for you. Personally, I absolutely do both. I will send Reiki energy. I'm trained in Reiki, obviously. I'll send Reiki energy. I'll send love. I'll send positive intentions. But the thought process behind that Reiki energy is it's not coming from me. It's coming from this higher source, this high vibrational energy, this higher power. It's coming from God. So when I'm sending it and I'm flowing it through me, all I'm doing is asking that it be sent and I'm setting this intention. But I'll also pray and I'll ask, help from God and help from the angels and I'll ask for angels to look over people I love. What I'm trying to say with all of this is the power lies within the energy no matter how you look at it. So if you're going to look at it from a very religious standpoint and you're praying, then I believe there has to be a recognition that your prayers are energy and that God uses this divine grace and love to heal and to comfort and that comes in a form of energy and that if you are going to argue that there is no such thing as god or you're atheist and you believe in science then there has to be a recognition that there have been tons of scientific backings that support that yes there is everything is energy our thoughts are energy you know your frying pan is energy feelings are energy And this has been studied for the past 100 years, and science does back it. And so I wanted to now segue a little bit into some of the studies that have been done talking about the power of intention. And this is really the power of our thoughts. And this is where I want to talk about the power that you have to harness your energy and to use it for your benefit and the benefit of everybody else. There's been multiple studies at this point. Dr. William Tiller did experiments where he had people meditate for a period of time and found that they, by this meditation, they're able to raise the pH level of water by as much as one one and one half full units, which is a really large, I mean, statistically significant. They're also able to lower it depending on their intention. A researcher and an author uh, named Lynn McTaggart wrote a book called The Intention Experiment, and she, to date, has done 29 experiments where she studies the power of intention. Through this, she has people from around the world meditate on one intention. She does a double-blind study, meaning that the scientists don't know what they're studying. 
So they have all these people sending an intention and the scientists are just studying different things and writing down their results. Because if you look into the field of quantum physics, then there have been tons of studies saying that the researcher, the person doing the experiment, if they know what they are looking for, it will actually shift the results. So it's best anytime you're doing any kind of these experiments, especially when you're talking about energy and physics, that the researchers don't know because their intentions can greatly affect the results that you get. So the researchers didn't know what they were studying. And she has found through um, 25 of her 29 studies, there's been a statistically significant shift and change. The results have been statistically significant um, from changing anything from the physical property of leaves to making plants grow up to twice as high as normal, altering the molecular structure of water, which has been studied now several times, I believe starting with Dr. Emoto, who I will talk about in a second and I've talked about before on this podcast. Um, Some more of her studies have found that The intention can actually raise the pH of polluted water. It has been shown to lower violence in war-torn and crime-ridden areas and also improving the health of patients with diagnosed conditions. So I'm going to also link to a page where you can find the information on all of her different experiments and see for yourself. And just because I mentioned Dr. Emoto, if you haven't heard of him, put different intentions on water and and studied the molecular structure and he found that the water crystals when you wrote positive intentions like love joy peace had these beautiful water crystals whenever studied under a microscope and whenever you had i hate you your ugly negative intentions then the the structure of the molecules was not only different but it was uglier it was far less beautiful considering that our bodies are like 90% water, what are we doing to ourselves by our thoughts, by our intentions? You know, in spiritual texts, they talk a lot about the thoughts. And if you're going to, you know, some say that there's very little difference between thinking something and actually doing something. So if you think that you want to kill a mosquito, for example, I think this is an example, an autobiography of a yogi, I think. If you think about killing a mosquito, it's like you've already done it because that intention that you set. So I don't want to freak anybody out because I know that when we first discover how powerful our thoughts are, then we can go to the extreme and get really nervous like, oh, I can't think anything negative. Oh no, I just judged that person and and now just I ruined everything and they're going to know I judged them because I thought it. No, I mean, we're human. We are fighting. It's like a battle almost against our egos and against these ingrained thought patterns and against these judgments. The ego's main purpose is to try to separate us from others. So we will do things to try to make ourselves feel better than others. And that includes judgment. That includes getting angry at people for doing things that we deem as bad or not right or dumb or we we question why they would do things a certain way um the ego will you know we have these defense mechanisms when we feel jealousy or we feel any sort of cognitive dissonance meaning that we know or we feel like things should be a certain way and they're not a certain way and it causes a dissonance 
within us, within our minds, then our defense mechanisms will kick in and we'll do a variety of things. So there's going to be very few people out there who will walk around without judging, without having negative thoughts. But what you can do is simply allow them to pass and continue to try to raise your vibration to set beautiful intentions for every single day to set intentions every time that you walk into a place that you will be a center of love and light to set intentions for those in your life when we're doing this we are not trying to control anything every person here has free will We're not trying to take away the free will of any individual in our lives. All we're doing is sending them some good vibes, really, sending them some good energy. And we can send somebody good energy every single day, and they still are making bad decisions. And we can get really defeated. But the second we get defeated, the second we get upset at another person's actions or behavior, then we lower our own vibration to match that of theirs. So our goal is to send this energy through the thought, through our thoughts, through our intentions, through our prayers, through our visualizations and our meditations to send it to ourselves, to our lives, the lives of those around us, and just let it do its thing. Know everybody is on their path and just trust that your positive intention, your positive thoughts, they're not going to hurt. They're not going to hurt you because they make you feel good. When you're thinking loving thoughts, you feel way better than when you're feeling judgmental or you're thinking judgmental thoughts or you're thinking negative thoughts. So it's going to make you feel good and you have to trust Because science has proven it and studies have proven it and spiritual teachings have been talking about it for thousands of years, you have to trust that those positive intentions, even though you might not be able to see it immediately, or maybe you'll never be able to see it, you have to trust that it does help in certain ways and that it's going to be for the highest and best good of all involved. So whenever I was um, meditating and doing some self-reiki when I was sick, it was also during the time of this past lunar eclipse, blood moon, full moon, (laughs) all sorts of moon energy going on. And astrologically speaking, where the planets are, the, the phases of the moon, they all absolutely can affect our energy. Now, we can just let it happen and say, well, this is, you know, I read my horoscope for the day and this is, this is what's going to happen. Or you can recognize that, yes, energies will be a certain way and it can give you a greater understanding of maybe why people are acting or reacting in a certain way or why things are just seem to be more frustrating or breaking down and stuff like that. But you can choose to also be in control of your own energy. And for those who think that, you know, the moon phases and the planetary positions don't really affect the energy, I mean, they affect the tides of the ocean, okay? So the moon can affect the tides of the ocean, and again, we're 90% water. (laughs) It just seems a little naive to just say, nope, doesn't affect us at all. 
you know, there is another part of autobiography of a yogi where Paramahansa Yogananda is given his uh, astrological chart reading and saying, this is the life you're going to live. And he ripped it up. He said, no, I'm, I'm in control of the life I live. So I do like astrology personally, and I use it to help understand the energies that are going on, but I don't abide by it because I am a believer that I am in control, that my intentions and my own personal energy sets my destiny. It's not my astrological sign. It's not the phase of the moon. Yes, that it can absolutely affect things, but it does not determine things. So back to the story I was trying to tell before I went on that little tangent, but I think that tangent was pretty important, and I did want to talk about it, so it just kind of fits in where it fits in, I guess. Anyway, so during that time of meditating, and I had a lot of insights, and what this past lunar eclipse was um, supposed to do for a lot of people was help bring things to the surface that we needed to know so that we could let go of them and we can work through them, and it absolutely did for me. So I actually got a visual of what it looks like energetically when I have these negative thinking patterns, when I jump to immediate negative conclusions, when I prejudge, like I got a visual of it. And this might sound weird, but hey, this is what I got. It's, it was almost like this like black seeping wound, which makes sense because, you know, uh, anger and judgment and anxiety and jumping to negative conclusions stem from pain. So to me, that's, that's where it's stemming from, most likely, is this like seeping wound. And, and what happens every time that I have these negative thoughts is it just keeps that wound open. And what I have been visualizing now and being very intentional about is filling that with love and light. And it's just a little visualization that I do to help me reset my thoughts, reset my intentions, and reset my energy when I am mindful and I can see that I'm falling off of a high vibration and I'm going into a negative place and my shadowy side. My, my darkness, my demons are, are showing up, you know? So it's important not to try to like fight those, but instead surround those with love as well because that's how we heal. Fighting them just will make that, that pain deeper, that cut deeper. Surrounding them with love slowly heals that pain where they're stemming from. So that's something that I have been personally doing to try to just raise my vibration and keep it high and it honestly seems like that's helping clear up some of um, what was blocking my energy and now I will set an intention and somebody will say something to me like, oh my gosh, this just happened and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the, in that's the intention that I just sent. I, I, I mean, it's, it's, there's been multiple examples that I won't go into, but I can really see since doing that, since being more intentional, that 
my thoughts really are carrying this high vibration and it's only for good. You know, when I had these negative thoughts, it's not like all these bad things were happening, but it's like they blocked off the good flow of energy. So instead of beating yourself up for having negative thoughts, for being in this bad space, just recognize that you're not going to like create this catastrophe in your life because you think something negative. What you're doing is just blocking yourself out from the good stuff. So just surround the negativity with love, surround yourself from love, come back to your center and send out that high vibration of love and light. And once you really recognize your own power, how you are energy and you have the power to, I don't want to say manipulate because manipulate often has very negative connotations, but we're not manipulating energy for dark purposes, for evil, to try and manipulate situations or manipulate anybody else. All you're doing is harnessing the power that you have, that all of us have, but many of us don't even realize. And we do this through our thoughts. We do it through our intentions. And there's a lot of practices and tools and different modalities that you can use to be able to first uh, control your own energy better and also to borrow some of that energy from the universe to help clear out any blocks, negativity, toxins, bad emotions. So other than your thoughts and your intentions, another very strong energetic force that we all have comes through our words. That's why affirmations, especially stated out loud, can be so powerful. Those I am affirmations that we talked about during our Dharma series a few weeks back. But also mantras. Mantras can be very powerful for really building that kundalini energy, for harnessing some of that prana, which is just another word for energy. A lot of yogic practices will have you using mantras or chanting, especially like a Kriya Yoga or a Kundalini Yoga. Both of those are less physical. You're not physically exerting as much energy, but it's using your mind and your intention and different techniques to build that energy within you. So you do that through breath. Breath is another amazing way to build energy. You do it through chanting through your chakras, um, saying mantras, things like that. And even if you've never tried a kundalini or any sort of kriya practice, if you've just been to a regular yoga class and the instructor had you om in the beginning and or the end of the practice, then you may have experienced that vibration, that powerful energy that comes with the Aum or with the Aum. And you don't have to even do the Kundalini or the Kriyas. You can experience a building of this energy through any type of yoga practice, whether that's a vinyasa, the power, a hatha yoga, if you are aware of it and if you set that intention. A lot of instructors have you set that intention before class, and that can be such a powerful tool 
if you use your ability to focus and if you know that you are generating this energy through the poses, through that physical activity, through your breath, if you are using that to power that intention, this is something I do quite often in yoga classes and what I found is what I focus on in the class, what I'm focusing on my mat always translates to something in my world. So it's a good time to be able to practice and to build some momentum and some energy around certain intentions and to kind of set a whole hour aside to do that during your yoga practice, whether that is building energy to release something that doesn't serve you, whether that is building energy around loving yourself and not being judgmental, things that you do during a yoga class And that energy you build around whatever intention is meaningful for you will absolutely help you bring that energy to the world. And even for those who don't do yoga, this is something you can do during any exercise, during a run, a bar class, a walk outside. If we set intentions and we focus, then we can use all of the energy that we're building within ourselves in a purposeful way. So if you're going for a run and you've had a very stressful day at work, you have the option to ruminate about all the things that stressed you out and you'll be exerting some energy and you'll be your body will be releasing some endorphins. So that run might make you feel better because of just what's going on naturally. Or you can be intentional and you can focus your energy that is exerted during that run to detoxing yourself of the negativity, to releasing these, the stress, these things that no longer serve you. So these are things you can do in your everyday life. And of course, there's different energetic practices that are really still just pulling on the same energetic field and using it in different ways. And they might have different modalities for doing so. They might have different names and terms for this energy, for what the practice is doing, but pretty much it's all doing the same thing. When I do Reiki on somebody, all I'm doing is channeling this high vibrational energy that's really available to all of us, but most of us don't know how to access it. All I'm doing is channeling that from this energetic field into the person I'm doing it on. And that's why you feel just an instant reduction in stress and super relaxed and really positive and it helps flush out toxins and a whole bunch of stuff. The same with acupuncture. You're moving chi. So the idea behind acupuncture is we all have this energy moving through us. And when it gets stuck and blocked because of physical toxins that are in our body, because of built up emotions, uh, these negative patterns or habits that just create these blocks, essentially, and this energy gets stuck that whenever you uh, put the needle in the acupuncture point along the meridians of your body, then it helps that energy release. And once the energy release and the blocks release, then the chi can flow through you. It's really the same if you love crystals and crystals are just 
the magnets for this really high vibrational energy and they they have a different energy to each different type of crystal there's tons of different practices um if you get a massage done there's different kinds of massages or cranial sacral therapy or cranial sacral massage it can be called it's all the same. It's releasing this energy. It's getting this energy to flow. It's bringing in this good energy. It's getting rid of these toxins and this stuck energy. It's very similar when you break it down to the most basic level. So you really just have to find what works for you and you'll be able to feel it. You'll be able to feel what just makes you feel good. I personally love experimenting with all the things because even though at the basis of everything we're trying to get this energy to flow, I notice that certain practices help me with certain things more and every experience is different. To me, Reiki and acupuncture are two completely different experiences and they each help me on different levels of my healing process, whether that's physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual. So I am going to talk, I think, a little bit more about this next week. We'll see, but there's so many ways that you can harness your energy every single day. It's just up to you to pick what is a right fit and practice it and just see what it's like in your own life. So in next week, I want to go into part two of this episode, and I really want to talk about our world, how according to spiritual texts, we are actually entering a new age, and it's more of an age of energy, and you can really see the shifts that are going on when you think about it. 20, 30 years ago, not that many people meditated, not that many people did yoga, not that many people knew what mindfulness was. Today, everybody at least feels like they probably should do yoga or they probably should meditate. Now, not everybody does it, but we recognize the benefit. And that really just happened in the past 20, 30 years. I mean, gosh, like a lot of it, like the last 10 or 15 years, honestly. I remember when I first learned about mindfulness in grad school, which would have been 2009-ish, I'd never heard of it. It was really hard, and I was fascinated with it. It was really hard to find literature on it. Now, mindfulness is everywhere. So that was less than a decade ago. So I want to, in next episode, really talk about this collective energy, this collective consciousness that's going on, some shifts that are occurring, how things can seem scary, but... Whenever we look at it, it's, it's a process that we're going through and how you can, once you have an understanding for this, how you can really help improve your life and improve the lives of those around you with this broader understanding of kind of what's going on here. So for this week, let's just all practice trying to keep a high vibration And remember, we do this just by our thoughts and our feelings and setting positive intentions. So every single morning, I encourage you to wake up this week and set a positive intention for your day, whether that is to stay in love, to find the joy, 
to surround your negative thoughts with positive energy, with love and light. Look for these Reiki meditations that I will be sending out and try them out. I am going to post on my blog a little bit more in writing about how it actually works. Uh, So again, it doesn't seem that woo-woo or crazy, and um, I hope that most of you do try it once it's available. Hopefully it will be this week. If not this week, then definitely next week. And I'm going to start a new YouTube channel. I was just guided to do this this morning, and it's kind of scary because I'm kind of rebranding everything. I mean, this podcast, like I said, will stay the same, but a lot of other stuff, it's going to be shifting, and I don't know how yet. But anyway, you'll be posted. Um, I'm going to start a new YouTube channel that's just Reiki with Rachel, and it's going to be all this energy work and really working on healing and shifting and removing blocks on an energetic level. Um, And we'll add in some mental stuff and mindset stuff as well, but the focus of that YouTube channel really is going to be this more unconscious level, this more energetic level. Once that is up, I will begin linking to that in this show as well. So I hope that you have a wonderful day. Listen to the regular meditation that accompanies this podcast. That's really going to help you raise your vibration, be in a good energy, keep an eye out for the Reiki energy healings. They're just going to be 10 minutes a piece. Just just a nice little jump start, I guess, for your day. Get that energy flowing, get all the bad stuff out and, and fill yourself with love and light. We could all use a little bit of that in the morning. Okay, I hope you have a beautiful week. I'll talk with you next Monday for part two of this topic. And again, if you have not yet rated or subscribed or shared this podcast, or any of the meditations, if you've not yet checked out my Etsy shop where you can purchase and download a lot of these meditations and affirmations, some you have heard on the podcast, others are brand new, I encourage you to do that. I really appreciate all the love and support. I'm sending you all the love and light from my heart to yours. I'll talk with you next week. Love and light. Thank you for listening to Mindful Mondays with Rachel a mind, body, and spirit entrepreneur production. If you enjoyed today's episode, head over to www.mymbse.com for more free resources and trainings. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And join us next week for a brand new meditation and reflection.